Hey there, this is Heather with another episode of This is Important. I am currently in Austin, Texas on a road trip with my best friend, Kristen. I just got back from a month-long vacation to Thailand and Bali um, where I solo backpacked for like over a month and it was such an experience it was beautiful but today's podcast episode is not about my trip I'm gonna make it a separate episode for that um I wanted to come and make this podcast episode in the thick of some shit that I'm going through that I thought that I was finished with that I thought that I was over with that I thought I had healed from and moved past from and I'm currently sitting in a national state park um Kristen my best friend is tattooing she's setting up her van getting ready for um, a client to come and get a uh, tattoo and I have found a bench Um, a little bit deeper in the woods where I am by myself and I am able to fully go through what it is that I'm going through and I'm really hurt (sighs) yesterday I tripped on shrooms and sat in the park a separate park where Kristen set up yesterday to tattoo this beautiful girl. And I decided to just set up a blanket in front of the van and sit in the park and just be with myself all day, microdosing on shrooms. It ended up being like a macrodose where I was feeling much more than I thought I was going to feel. And I got pretty emotional yesterday, but not like this. Um this really hurts um yeah it really sucks when it really really sucks when you fall for someone and you feel something really different with them that you've ever felt before with anybody and I would have to say Each love is different. Um, You meet people and you experience different experiences with them. And each time you say, oh, I've never felt anything like this before. And it's because each person strikes up something different in you and makes you feel something much, much different than the person before or even the next person will make you feel. But this person really brought out something that I had never experienced before. And I've been hung up on them for a while and not really fully realized it. Thought that um, I was getting through it. Thought that it was fine. And it's not. And it's okay for it not to be. I'm just actually taking the time now to sit down and deal with those feelings instead of kind of letting them pass because before I would work and these feelings would come up and I would just have some sort of distraction to get through it and then I would joke and laugh it off and now even like on my travels for a month where I was by myself, I still had like a lot of stuff I was doing. Like I was doing all of these adventures and meeting all these new people and staying at all these new places. And I always was doing something. And now the peace that Kristen brings me when I'm with her, we can be in silence for so long. And like, it feel full and beautiful and currently Kristen is also going through something and with her going through something 
and me being out here in Austin, Texas has made things come up for me. And while she's tattooing and I'm in like a giant state park and parks every day, it's very easy for me to fall into myself and really drop into what I'm feeling instead of distracting because there's really no distracting this time. And it's just really, I guess it's really hard when you really, really love someone. And it's really hard for me to tell people that, like, I'm in love with them. It's very vulnerable. And I've loved people, but I don't think that I've ever truly been in love before. I think that this was the closest in love feeling that I've gotten if it wasn't in love. And it's really hard to say because I didn't know the person. Like you typically would know like if you were in a relationship with someone because I wasn't ever in a relationship with them. I was in like a situationship. And... I just really loved who I guess I thought they were. And I do this thing where I get like a vision of who they are, of who someone is in my head. And like when there's spaces and blanks that haven't been answered, like questions that haven't been answered and things that I don't know about the person, I tend to in my head fill them, fill those spaces and blanks that I don't know up with things that I think they could be or what I would want them to me to be. And I think that's what I did with this person a lot. Is I just like filled in the space with what I wanted them to be or what I hoped for them to be. And to this day I still truly don't really know if that's like what they are. So I guess that's what makes it really difficult. Sorry, there's somebody coming by. And I'm like really vulnerable right now. Hoping they don't stop. (laughs) They didn't. Yay. (laughs) I just had these expectations of this person in my head and I guess it's my fault because I didn't really voice that I just felt like if I felt this strong connection and I really 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 thought that they did as well I thought that it would be respected back the same way I was respecting them and it wasn't and I can't, I've learned a huge lesson out of this and it's to always voice how you're feeling and tell the person exactly how you feel instead of beating around the bush or waiting because you're just prolonging things for yourself. If you're uncomfortable with talking to a person about how you feel about them, then like maybe that is not, (laughs) maybe that is not the right fit because I feel genuinely that if something is meant to be that then it will be and like i feel that with a potential partner you shouldn't feel scared to tell them how you feel you should feel comfortable And I do this thing with myself where I really like people that leave me guessing. I mean, like in one of the episodes that I made with Heather and men and what I want out of men. I've always really liked it when someone's not 100% like love bombing me or like not even love bombing me because there's a way to healthily do it. And it's to like be honest with someone and come out and 
have them tell me how they feel and I don't know why but I get uncomfortable when somebody does sometimes it's almost like I liked to be guessing about how they're feeling about me I like to be told to an certain to a certain extent but I don't want to know ever a hundred percent at least for a while because it feels fun it feels fresh it feels new it feels spicy it feels like I'm still like going through a chase with them it's not like a hundred percent given to me and I've realized I understand that that is a toxic that is toxicity and it's not healthy and I've dissected it with myself I've dissected it with therapists and it stems from my childhood like most things do it comes from my problems with my father it's quite literally daddy issues where my father never has really ever expressed 100% how he's felt about me he's not a very emotional person and it always leaves me wanting to do more to impress him wanting to never always wanting to get that satisfaction of him saying I love you or him saying like I'm proud of you because it's very very seldom that he does but when he does it means a lot and I get very emotional like I am now and like I don't ever tell him that because it's vulnerability and my dad doesn't really like vulnerability he doesn't know how to handle when someone's vulnerable with him he doesn't cry he doesn't show his emotions he's very he's kind of like a brick wall most times and you have to really choose what you speak with him about and how you you speak to him because you'll never truly get you know what it is you're looking for out of advice or like emotional support with him because he's just more of a right to the point doesn't want to talk about emotions black and white there is no in between and things aren't sticky with him well at least he shows at least he puts that off who knows what's really going on in his head And I think it really stems from that because watching him love my mother when I was younger and watching him love all of his partners, he's never fully been there with them and he's never fully told them how he's felt and they are always left guessing. And he's done that with me, his daughter. Like, I've never known truly how he feels about me. I'm always left wondering, am I doing enough? Like... Could I be doing more to make him more happy and more proud of me? So I think that's where that stems from is I'm with a male figure in my life, like the most important male figure in my life. I'm always left guessing and it's it has made me do that with my love life. Where I feel turned off if someone tells me how they feel about me 100% straight up with me. It gives me like the ick. Which is so sad because I want people to be 100% with me. In my relationships, with my friendships, with my friends. I always want them to be 100% with me. But for some reason in my love life, it turns me off when someone's 100% upfront with me. And I think it's a reflection of myself because I think that I can't be like 100% with myself. I can't be like 100% with a partner for some reason. And the reason being stemming from my childhood like we spoke about. But it's just really difficult. And I feel like I'm rambling. I hope this is relatable somehow. And I honestly really was telling someone the other day that these podcast episodes that I make aren't necessarily always for everybody else as much as I really love making them for other people and love like if somebody else can find something useful out of them and feel related to that makes me my heart really happy and that is like the big purpose of this podcast but these episodes are actually really therapeutic to myself because when I'm having a hard day Or I think like things aren't getting, you know, things aren't getting better or I'm just having a moment. I will turn this podcast 
on and start listening to the episodes and it'll make me feel better. It's almost like I'm giving myself advice or I'm able to listen how far I've come from the last episode and like what have what has changed what has gotten better what I need to work on and like it's really therapeutic for myself (laughs) but like I said I hope that this does help someone else feel not so alone and and go ah I feel that too I'm glad that I'm not the only one or like anything at all Another thing that I was telling Kristen when I was just in the van and I started hurting is that sometimes I really do wish that I was a person that was able to just move on from person to person because I have been stuck on the same person for over a year now. Like I'm not able to go on dates with other people. I'm not able to think about other people. I'm not able to even like open my eyes to other people. I have a hard time moving past people sometimes. And this this person has been quite difficult. I remember when I was younger, I had one person that, like, I, whew, I really, I, like, fell for them. If there was one other person that I know that I was, like, in love with, it was this person. And it took me years to get over them. And I was able to go on dates with other people and I was able to be with other people and, you know like relationship wise but like something in the back of my head always may some things would remind me of this person and I always had like what ifs I was able to push it to the side and and date like I said and be in relationships with other people but I mean that person really stuck out to me they were very special to me and took me a long time to get over them and I still have like a special place in my heart for them. And they hurt me. Oh gosh, they hurt me. I just love so deeply. And like I, maybe I don't express it enough. Or right away, which is what I'm working on. But I truly love deeply. And I always like to share my time with people. It's like my biggest asset is time. I feel that like everybody's biggest asset is time. Like money, it's really all about time. Because you could buy somebody gifts. You can buy somebody flowers, nice gestures. But it's really like your time that matters. Time and experiences. And like that's all I ever want to do is just share my time and experience with people. (sighs) And uh, today I did... an oopsie and uh, I am out here where this person resides and it started making me think of them so I started viewing their social media and saw something that like hurt me and it was my own fault because I you know, was searching and I was looking and you shouldn't look at things that you don't want answers to. If you don't want to see something, then you shouldn't ser- You shouldn't look. You should just leave it alone. And like I should have and I didn't. I was very curious. I'm always very curious. And it gets the best of me. And I know that I needed that. I know that I needed to see what I needed to see to like get myself fully to move on. And let go of any ideas. 
or thoughts in my head of like, oh man, like maybe if the if they message me one day or maybe maybe they truly do miss me and they're just not saying it because they're stubborn. Maybe this and that and the truth is is like if somebody wants you, they will tell you and they will show you. It's true, they really will. I remember the person hurt me and all I wanted was them. All I kept thinking about was them. And I kept battling it in my head to the point where finally I ended up giving in and I messaged them and I was like, listen, I miss you. And we stroke, we, we strike stuff up again. Even though it was not my fault, even though he had hurt me I still met reached out I still was the person to reach out because that's like I, I couldn't stop thinking about him it was consuming me and I n- needed him to know that like I had missed him and that he was like what I wanted And it's crazy. I went into it saying, oh, I just, it's a friends with benefits thing. It's a fine with being, I'm fine with being a situationship with the person because, you know, they live there, I live here, and we have two separate lives, and it's completely fine. And this lets me focus on my work. They can focus on their career. Like, we don't have to have anything serious to have fun and, you know, be with each other. And, like, this can just be temporary. And, dude, let me tell you that is like the biggest lie ever because when you feel that strong of a connection with somebody you can't just do that you can't just like do that you're lying to yourself and you're just like holding on to anything that the person's giving you because you're too scared to take the next step because you don't want to ruin what you have because it's so good But, like, you can't ruin what isn't meant for you. And I have to keep reminding myself that. Like, you cannot ruin what is not meant for you. Like, if that is not meant for you, then it's going to walk itself out of your life regardless. Regardless if you make the move. Regardless if you don't make the move. It's going to walk itself out of your life. And it's going to fucking hurt. It fucking sucks. And it sucked for months. And I know that like a year from now, I'm going to laugh. I always do. My past partner, my mom just kept saying, oh, you're going to laugh. A year from now, you're going to laugh at it. You're going to wonder why, why, that, how, how do I feel? How am I so hurt by somebody like who was just not meant for me? Because you're going to have like experiences since then. And it's going to show you like what is meant for you, even if it doesn't stay. And that's kind of what this person did for me. After my past partner, I was like really freaking hurt and I was hopeless. And I just felt like, what is next for me? Like, how is it like, what is what's coming for me? That's going to be better than that. Even though it was not good, I still was like, what's going to be better? Is it even possible to get better than that? And like I said, it wasn't even, it wasn't even as great as it could have been. And then that, this, this person that I'm hurting over was the very next person that I interacted with. I mean, like I went on dates in between, but this person is like the next person that I thought was like the next move, you know? And they helped get me over my past partner and me laugh and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ever thought that that was it. 
Like, I can't believe I ever settled for that because there's this. And, like, a year from now, I'm going to do the same thing about this person with someone else. Or, like, who knows if it's even going to be with someone else. It might just be with my friend group. I might go, holy shit, like, how is it that I got so hurt over that when I have this? When I have this around the corner? Or even an opportunity or experience. Or, hey, like, listen, like, even another person. Yeah, I'm going to entertain it. Like, even another person. And I've been so shut off to the fact of dating lately. One minute I'll be like, you know what? I'm ready to receive love. Like, I'm ready to, like, have a relationship. And, like, I'm ready for it. I want it. And then the next moment I'm like, "Mm, no, too nervous. That's too much vulnerability for me. I'm really happy with how my life is right now. I don't need that. And as much as I don't need a partner... If I'm going to step into it, I should fully step into it and say, listen, I am ready. Like, I'm ready. I'm at a place where I'm ready. And currently, really looking at it and being honest with myself, I don't think I am. I think I'm still hurt. I think I have a lot of insecurities that I need to work on. A lot of vulnerability. A big thing that came up while I was in, while I was on my travels in Thailand and Bali was my body image. I really have been having a struggle with my body again. And let me tell you, last year I was like on top of the world. I was like, damn, I am hot. Like I am the whole package. And then something changed this year. And I need to get back to that. I need to get back to loving myself and showing up for myself and being there for myself exactly where I am currently and not where I want to be or not who I was before. I need to love myself for exactly who I am right now because that is so crucial to, to feel loved and to feel beautiful and to feel hot and sexy in your body is to just love and accept where you are now and continue to work on the things that you want to work on but like love yourself enough currently and accept who you are currently yeah i'm just hurting i'm hurting this vacation has been amazing with kristen but we're both going through stuff and we're both hurting And I'm very grateful. I think she is too because it's giving us time to really like be with ourselves and be there for each other. As much as we're laughing and having fun, we're also doing the the dirty work, the work that's not fun. Between tattoos, we're crying and giving love on ourselves that we need. And asking the questions like, why? Why me? And really sitting with ourselves and feeling our feelings. And that's always hard, you know, right? It's like feeling your feelings. I'm such like a happy person all the time. And sometimes I'm like, no, I can't be this person who's miserable or sad or upset or in their feelings I can't I have to be the light like I have to I'm not that person like I have to be happy and it it's not true like I can be sad I'm allowed to be miserable just as much as the next person's allowed to be miserable it's corny but it is it's okay not to be okay it's okay to be sad it's okay to be on your sad girl shit and cry and and just want to lay down and curl up in a ball it's okay feels uncomfortable you feel pukey you feel gross but it's okay because like every day can't be sunshine without like the fucking nasty times the hard rainy thunderstorms like you can't have the sunshine you can't have the good days without that because you never truly know like you really don't and like that sounds corny too 
but it's true you never know like how good things really are unless you have like really faced some of the shittiest shit times recently also i have been putting up major boundaries and or taking people out of my life that don't belong there it's very difficult because some of these people are important some of these people hold like a big place in my heart but i have had to either a put up really big boundaries with them or b take them out and realize hey you are very important to me but like I'm important to me and you disrespecting and crossing my boundaries all the time. I can't have that. If I want to move up or be where I want to be in life or be on the path that I want to be, I can't constantly walk backwards to meet you where you are. There's like a whole camp of kids coming by. There's like 30 of them. And your girl's crying and snotting and making a podcast. What a great time. There's literally nobody out here. There's only a golf cart that went by earlier and like maybe a few people. And now there's this group of young kids. Just gonna let them walk by. Pretend I'm talking to them on the phone with someone. Thankfully, like my, I'm not crying as much anymore, so my eyes are kind of cleared up. <laughs> it's my luck. Uno momento. <laughs> it's actually really cute. It looks like they're like camping. They all have like hiking backpacks. And they're all in, like, middle school. This is really cute. I wish I had this in middle school. <laughs> One kid has dirt on his face, like camouflage. All right, they're gone. I can continue on my sad girl shit. <laughs> so I've put boundaries up with people, and it's been really tough. Or I've cut, cut them out of my life or removed them. And I've just really realized, especially on my trip being by myself, that I'm so done. I'm so done with not having peace. And I truly realized that, like, if you want to be somewhere or you want to go somewhere, you want to be on a path, you can't surround yourself with people that are the opposite of that or that are taking you in a thought space or mood pattern that is, like, never peaceful. I truly believe that, like, you should have people bringing forth peace and bringing forth what you show up with and I'm not saying like everybody has to be very relaxing all the time and show up in my life is very calming I like to party I don't really necessarily like to drink but I like to like dance and like go clubbing and like be loud and be silly and like have that high energy and to me that's peaceful that brings peace in my life so I love that energy but what like what I mean by like it's more like like I can't have I don't want chaos I'm really tired of chaos I'm really good at thriving in chaos but I'm so sick of it I'm so sick of it I also thrive in peaceful situations I can do a bunch of stuff and get a bunch of things done while still being peaceful I can be a badass boss ass bitch while still being peaceful and keeping my peace. I don't have to have chaotic energy around me all the time. I don't have to have chaotic people talking all shit about other people or shit about themselves or putting themselves in situations that aren't healthy and knowing about it and joking about it or constantly bringing issues up with me or being passive aggressive about things or feeling like I constantly have to be in competition with them and not because like I'm trying to be in competition with them but they're making things feel like it's a competition I the only person I ever want to compete with is myself always always I always just want to be supportive of everybody that's around me. I never want to feel like I have to compete. Nothing's ever a competition. 
Like if I do something and it inspires you and you want to go and do it, that's great. I'm never going to feel like I'm competing with you. There's other people that inspire me all the time. For instance, one of the people that really inspires me is Kristen. She goes to the gym and she shows up for herself and she has her little routine and I love it. And I look at her and it inspires me. And she was actually in the van this morning watching some girl on Instagram and her morning routine. And coincidentally, she lives in Austin, Texas. And she was telling me about how much she inspires her. And, you know, it's like crazy. Kristen like inspires me. So it's like funny to see like it's not funny, but it's cool to see someone else inspire her and like her have no idea how many people she actually inspires and like I see that routine and I want to take that and use that in my own life and I don't feel like that's a competition it's not me copying her it's not me trying to compete with her and I don't think she ever feels that I'm competing with her I don't think that she ever feels like I'm trying to be her or trying to copy her. I think it's a huge compliment to inspire someone. But when someone makes it feel like, oh, you did that, but like, look at what I did. I did the same thing and look at how mine came out. Ha ha. And like, it's that you'll know it. And sometimes it sounds crazy because they don't exactly say the words like that but you feel it. It's that kind of energy where it makes you feel like they think it's a competition and you've got to compete with them. And they're always waiting for the next move so that they can kind of compete. It's not fun. And it really does throw off your peace and it brings chaotic energy. And I'm tired of that chaotic energy. I love friendships that bring me peace. I love that I can just sit in silence. I love that I can just be silly and be goofy and be myself and feel good about it. I don't feel like I have to bring myself down a notch to match someone's negativity to make them feel related to because I can't relate to that. And sometimes I find myself doing that. And what's crazy is I've found myself making small little white lies to kind kind of make someone feel comforted in their negativity. Like, for instance, if they say, oh, yeah, like my childhood was really rough because this, this and this happened. And I find myself saying, oh, yeah, same. Or I'll like bring up a scenario and kind of twist it in a way to make them feel comforted. And it's not because I'm trying to... And maybe that's a bad example because not even like not really with childhood because I'm not trying to say like, you know, like started from the bottom. Now we're here, like started from nothing because I'm very blessed and I know that I've had um, like a very I've a lot of people I have had a very stressful childhood and have had very traumatic things happen. I can never I don't ever want to say that I am like I don't ever want to make somebody feel I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to ever lie about that and make people feel. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. I'm trying to. My brain is a little mushy right now because I've been crying. <laughs> but I, I don't ever want to lie about like where I've came, come from and and my experiences. But I do notice like little white lies where I'll be like same or I'll say something like that. And like they don't know that. But deep down, I know that. It's not the same that I didn't go through that and that I'm only trying to relate. And it's not when they're being vulnerable with me. It's like they're joking about it or they're being down on themselves. And I'll just be like, same. And it's not true. It's not the same feeling. I don't feel that. And I shouldn't. For some reason, I feel like I have to say that to relate to them because kind of like misery loves company. And I know that it's okay not to be okay. But like to comfort someone in that way I don't feel like that's comforting I feel like that's fueling the fire of what's bothering them and I feel like that person actually really needs a friend to say hey um actually 
let's not talk about ourselves like that and let's not joke about ourselves i know that's how you're handling the trauma but like let's actually talk about that that was really hard for you to go through wasn't it like let's talk about why you're hurting from that still it's okay to hurt but let's try to handle it in like a healthy manner like you are beautiful you're not fat or ugly or or gross and undeserving of love like you're beautiful and you deserve everything i think that you're perfect exactly the way you are and me too i'm trying to accept myself exactly where i am i have bad moments too but let's not handle it like that let's handle it like this and that's what i want to try to show up more as because so easily i will say same and it's not even really to fit in it's just to make the person feel comforted and i can and the truth is is i can make them feel comforted in different ways without dulling myself down and meeting them in a miserable state i can bring them up to be with me or to be higher and to feel better and that's something that i'm truly trying to work on is that if i'm in a really good state of mine and someone else isn't i don't have to come down to them and make myself seem like i'm in a lower state because sometimes when you do that you actually end up bringing yourself down into a lower state it's kind of like have you ever heard of like you can think yourself into sickness you could think all these horrible things and the next thing you know you're going to be sick literally you feel like you're going to puke and one minute you were fine it's like a snowball effect It's the same kind of thing. Like if you tell yourself or like you dull yourself down to match someone else's like energy that isn't what you're actually presently at. Like you're actually having a really good day, a really good moment. Like you've been in like a good role of things and you're just in a really good mindset and someone else is having a bad day. Instead of like having a bad day with them, you can comfort them and try to make their day better. I think that's really, really important. And I'm not saying that I do that all of the time. I'm not saying that I say same all of the time and lie, all, make little white lies all the time to make someone else feel comforted. Because there are a lot of times where I just try to bring somebody up. But I do catch myself sometimes. And that is something that I'm working on. It's a fault of mine that I take action or I take notice of and I want to take action of. I am, though, really, really, really starting to crack down on the kind of people I let around me. If I want to be successful and I want to, you know, do good things and you don't want to surround yourself with somebody who's uh, going down the opposite road. Because as much as you want to help them and as much as you want to be there for them, it really takes themselves to get there. If you're hurting, someone else can help you feel better. But ultimately, you have to take the step to feel better. You have to take the step to make the change. You have to get up and and do the things that are going to make you truly feel better. Another group of kids are coming by. You have to show up for yourself. And as selfish as it sounds, you have to be selfish. You have to. You have to be selfish with who you let around you. You have to be selfish with what you accept. While still being understanding that people have bad days. and You can't always have people around you bright and bubbly. Because even your bestest friends are going to have the bad days. Hell, even yourself. I'm such a bright and bubbly person. And I'm like that for a lot of people. And a lot of people like to come to me for advice. And, and But I have bad days too. And I know that all, uh, I know that those people understand that. You have to be understanding. But you can't have people that are constantly, constantly draining themselves and then draining you. It's an energy vampire. They're draining you. And sometimes you don't even realize it. And another hard lesson is that not everybody's meant for you.
two kids just came over here and started hiding in the bushes. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're peeing. Oh. It's a big game of hide and seek. <laughs> they all just started hiding. But not everybody's meant for you, and you're not meant for everybody. I think this is like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts or something. <laughs> But anyway, you are not meant for everybody and everybody's not meant for you as much as you want it to be like that. As much as you want things to work out and as much as you want to be for people and you want people to be for you, sometimes it's not like that. You can't accept every single person. There's so many people in the world. There's like 7 or 8 billion people now. I know it used to be like 6 billion, but it's definitely more now. And there's so many different types of people. And it's just like impossible for everybody to be for everybody. And that's really hard to accept because some people seem so good. Some people, you just want to be around them. But sometimes you just can't. And it's really hard to accept. But once you do, things start getting easier. And that's what I'm in the process of understanding. I, I fully accepted, forgave, and understood that my past partner was not for me. And now we have a great relationship as friends. And I have to realize that with this person. And I don't think that this person and I are going to ever be friends. But I have to realize that like they weren't meant for me and I was not meant for them. And that's okay. There's going to be more people that are going to come in my future that are going to be meant for me. And I'm going to be meant for them. And it's going to be so special and it's going to be so grand and more amazing than I ever thought could be amazing. This person has struck out so many things in myself that I had no idea about. And there's going to be someone else that's going to bring out all these amazing things. But you know, want to know what's crazy is that I've had these things inside of me the entire time. This person just helped me bring it out. I had these things that this person brought out within me the entire time. They were a tool to help me bring it out. A very crucial tool. Without that person, I would have had no idea that these things existed. I had no idea it was possible like to have this connection with someone and now that I do know that it is possible it's going to help me in the future understand and be patient and and know that it is possible and that it can happen and that I don't have to settle for anything less that I do deserve and I am worthy of it because I've had it before and I know it exists and I know it's possible and even though it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to it's still it's still, it's possible. It's given me a lot of hope. It's given me a lot of understanding about myself. I know so much more. I feel like I've unlocked, that person helped me unlock so much stuff about myself that I had no idea. And all I can do is really thank that person. Give things that they help me unlock all these things.
So I will be making an episode soon about my trip to Thailand and Bali because it was freaking amazing. I met so many cool people. I experienced so many cool things. And I'm making like a whole itinerary of what I did for other people that plan on going solo and are nervous to make that step and have no idea where to even start, where to stay at, what to do, um, how are the flights, like what's it like being by yourself, uh, what difficulties did I face, like what difficulties is it possible for them to face, like kind of give like an outlook to what it is that I went through that gave me, you know, you know, all of these cool, cool experiences. And I'm excited to share them with you. I really am. I think that this experience and this trip that I had was unforgettable. And before I went on this trip, I kept saying, I feel like something big is coming. I feel like something big is coming. And I experienced and went through a lot during the trip and came to some new discoveries within but that big thing has not happened yet and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's a career change I don't know if it's a new partner coming I don't know what is happening I don't know what is happening I know that I made some really cool friendships and some really cool new experiences but like I still feel like that big thing is on its way and as nervous as I am for I'm actually really excited to have it come my way I just feel it coming if you've ever like had that experience that feeling of like something huge is coming your way and you just have no idea that's exactly what this is I feel like I'm just that much more closer to experiencing it so I'm hoping that it doesn't chew me up and spit me out but I have a feeling it might So I'm fully accepting and opening my arms to whatever it may be and I'm really really hopeful for the future so I will make a new episode with my trip and my details and all how that how that all has happened and played out and I'm going to take the rest of this trip today is uh Friday I have two more days here in Austin Texas and then I will be back home going back to work getting back in the groove of things I have made myself a routine and I'm gonna really dive into that I'm going to let you guys know how that is. And yeah, I'm really excited to get back to things. But for the rest of the remainder of my two days here in Austin, Texas, I'm really going to feel some stuff and let myself feel, let myself cry, let myself really just feel these things. So thank you. This has actually really helped me. I love just talking, getting stuff out, and I hope this has helped you in some way. All right. Thanks, guys. I love you. I will talk to you soon. All right. This was important. Bye.